and welcome back to Yay Basketball Overtime. Sunday, December 12th, 2021, recording live from the Yay Studio. I'm your host and producer, Michael Padilla. Along with me today, I have Kyle Charles. Back again. Justin Moore. Run it back. And our guest for the week, Bob Aldrich. Who let me in? <laughs> Who let the dogs out? Who? 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 <laughs> That's not right. <laughs> there it is. Uh, all right, everybody. If you know uh, if you know what you're listening to, Yeah, Basketball Overtime is our show after the show. We just kind of like get these mics hot, talk about the league. And Bob had some some uh, opinions rolling at the end of that uh, last episode. Um, so we figured we would just get these mics hot and kind of get going. Uh, as always, be sure to follow us at Yay underscore basketball on Twitter and Instagram. And, and just a reminder, we are recording live from the Yay studio. We'll do it live. Fucking thing. Be sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Uh, it's, the, it's the most important part. I say it every week. If you know someone who likes the show or you think would like the show send them a link it helps us so much okay so right before we got these mics hot justin and bob just met and justin was doing his whole fucking kobe thing the world deserves to know okay the lies that have been told about this man is ridiculous it's crazy but i I mean i don't think it's a harsh take to say he's the 16th best player ever. 16. Let's do it. Okay. Let's do it right now. Give me 15 <laughs> players better in NBA history than Kobe Bryant. Okay. Well, LeBron James. Yep. Okay. Are you ready? Because you look like you're doing something. I'm, I was just going to get like a... Like yeah, a, a list. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm good. Go ahead. Okay. So, LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Wilt Chamberlain. Michael Jordan. Four. Magic Johnson. Five. Larry Bird. Okay. We're going to go with Tim Duncan. Okay. Hakeem Olajuwon. Oh, man. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Okay. Kevin Durant. Okay. I don't know, there wasn't even a question. Yeah, five more. Five more? Mm-hmm. Easy. We're going to go with... <laughs> Easy. I, want, I know. Of. Who do I want to put in there? You know what I mean? Like... Like Mo Cheeks, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> fuck off. Um, Paul Millsap, obviously. Paul Millsap for sure. Bismack. Uh, Steph is already better than Kobe. That was really funny when you said Bismack uh, Beyond. <laughs> leaders, <laughs> leaders and blocks. That's uh, 11, right? You said Steph. Steph. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ooh. Who's next? You're just struggling to think of players now. Yeah, you think, you, you think, oh, oh, sorry, Bill Russell. I was, was going to say. say yeah. Um,. <laughs> There's a lot of, when you're put on the spot to name yeah, names, you're like, fuck, I gotta think of actual names. It's almost as if you may be wrong. Never wrong. You got three more. Three more? Uh I'm going with Oscar Robertson. <laughs> okay. The big O. Who? <laughs> Don't who Oscar Robertson. I hoot him. <laughs> you're gonna hoo him? I hoot him. Stop <laughs> it. That's your fucking I'm a young kid bias. Um you're three years older than me. <laughs> yeah, and yet way like way more wise years. You know what I mean? I'll give you that. Um, now, we've got two left. Who do I really want to disrespect Kobe Bryant with? Paul um, Pierce. Definitely not. Shut the fuck up. Ugh, um, fuck Paul Pierce. <laughs> Paul Pierce! <laughs> <laughs> fuck Paul Pierce. Uh, no way. I'm okay with being. I'm okay. You know what? You know what? I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be polite and just say, okay, all right, Kobe, you can have 14. Okay. Oh, actually, so you know generous. what? Hold up. I'm already gonna put Giannis there, given what he's going to do at the end, by the end of his career. Mm, okay. 
So uh, he's, he's already got a defensive player of the year that Kobe doesn't have, and he's got a whole other MVP that Kobe doesn't have. Okay. That's actually an Those interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. Like, by the end of his, like, he's 20 fucking six. Yeah, that is actually kind of scary. It is very scary. And he's getting just turned 20. So I'm, I'm projecting him to be there. He's not there, obviously, yet. Mm, man. So Kobe at 15, kind of where I, you know, 15, 16, you get it. All okay. right. Well, uh, I mean, nonsense, but okay, heard. Uh, so just for reference, Kobe Bryant is fourth all time in points. Now, I'm not saying that he's the fourth best player ever. I would probably give him a top 10 spot. Okay. Where do you put Carl Malone then? The mailman. In jail? Second to all time. <laughs> Thank you. In jail. Yeah. 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 In jail. Um, Second to all time in points. So why isn't he in your top 10? I didn't say I wouldn't put him in my top 10. Okay, all right. You know, Carl Malone's a huge NRA guy. Yeah. Carl yeah. Malone's the scum of the oh, earth. I don't know if you've been it's through massive. it, but one of, I, we're still going to do a special episode that is just reading Carl Malone's Wikipedia page because oh. it is an adventure. <laughs> It's just, you know, he's lived a life. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah. Ruined several others. Started uh, started uh, one for <laughs> someone else when they were 14. Was it 14 or 15? One of those. Fuck him. Mm. He did. <laughs> Anyways. Um, okay, so Bob, you, you mentioned as we were ending Yay Basketball uh, that you all grew up a Celtics fan. What, what kind of spurred the Celtics fandom? Uh, my family initially was kind of from Boston. Um my dad went to school there. My brother went to school, also named Justin, by the way. Hey, it's a good name. Um, and just kind of growing up around a KU family as well, like Paul Pierce, a lot of that was just kind of there in front of me my entire life. So as soon as uh, we got Ray Ray and uh, KG, I think that's kind of where I started really paying the most attention to in basketball. And this is when I was in like seventh grade or something like that. So it was Pull about around that time. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> get it. <laughs> so when yeah when it, I when did you become like right around the time of the kind of rise of Steph and all that? So this so the Warriors fandom comes from kind of more like freshman sophomore year of high school, which is actually when I met you guys. Yeah, we were on yeah. the golf team together. Kind yeah, of. that's what I told Michael. I was like, yeah, Bob's coming on. We golf together. Yeah, we did. It was a good time. Um, but. I was just more so a basketball fan playing way too much 2K and not doing hmm. any homework. So, Steph is definitely fun to play as on 2K, that's for sure. Yeah, so this is like 2K12, I think. I made a my player, and the my player was an athletic swing forward kind of at that three spot. And sure enough, it just worked so well, and it was awesome. And then the next year, do you know who the Warriors drafted? Anyone? Was it Clay Thompson? Harrison Barnes. Oh. Ooh kind of lined up a lot of them the yeah, same ways. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yes, I'm literally Harrison Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> I am Harrison Barnes. <laughs> That's hilarious. So then I just kind of jumped in the fandom there and was like, you know, we have a team Monte Ellis, Andres Biedrins, uh David Lee, you know. Oh, David, David Lee. Days. Oh, yeah. So I was really, really happy with that team. And as soon as we traded Monte, I was like, gosh, we're, we're done for. There's no way we're going to come back from this. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, the man literally... Ran a crime syndicate with his mom. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Off the back of a moped. Like, uh, the man is legendary. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. This is oh, news yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah. He got, like, arrested on a moped once. And, like, it all came out to, like, him and his mom were, like, selling drugs and stuff. I, oh, I, I'm not, I don't know nice. the specifics of it, but huh? essentially it came down to, like, okay, this man knows what he's doing. 
Um, I mean, I'm definitely not the person to speak about when it comes to jumping franchises. I mean, I, we all know that I'm a lifelong Grizzlies fan, of course, but, sure. uh, um, but yeah, no, so, so you, you leap, you took the leap from the Celtics to the Warriors. And so far, I mean, as a Warriors fan, you've, you've had success, right? So we have, yeah, we, uh, we drafted clay. I mean, I was on the call when they were making that call, of course. So yeah, we drafted <laughs> clay and uh, Dre and from then on out, it, it all just kind of worked, you know? Um, so here's something that I, so I was, uh, I was perusing the, uh, the internet the other day and, uh, saw a video, um, that was detailing the, uh, best NBA players to ever come out of each state. Mm -hmm. Um, and the one that really got my attention was, uh, California. Uh, can you think of like greatest players ever to come out of California just off the top of your head? I can list a few, but um, so uh, well, Westbrook's out of California. Yeah, current. I was like Russ and Dame. Yeah, Westbrook, Dame. So this was this was doing an all time thing. Um, so yeah, so yeah. Westbrook, you know, Dame. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, both of the balls. Um, that's where my head went to actually. Yeah, both balls, two balls. Uh, Dinwiddie, uh, you know, a lot of players. Aaron Gordon, Tim Hardaway. Hmm. The, uh, uh, but this person had the greatest player to ever come out of California as James Harden. Oh. Now, let me just throw some names out here (laughs) that I would like to uh, uh, kind of argue with the James Harden pick for best player to ever come out of the state of California. Where's Kwame Brown from? (laughs) If he's from California, I'm not putting him on the list. Jason Kidd. Okay, uh, you guys said Lillard, both Lopez brothers, Kevin Love, Jeremy Lin, who cares? Um, uh, Reggie Miller. Um, hmm. Let's see. Uh, I don't know who the fuck Jim Pollard is, but he's a Hall of Famer. Um, probably on the 75 list. Probably. Yeah, I should have wrote a fuck off to him. In front of Clay. Clay fucking Thompson. Yep. Uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Uh, he's just playing right now. I'm not saying he's better than Harden. Uh, Bill Walton. Westbrook, uh, Paul Westfall, and uh, Hall of Famer, um, and Nick Young, Tyler Zeller, <laughs> Swaggy P. P, Christian Wood. Um, so Kawhi Leonard, of course, as well. I missed Kawhi in there. Let me see. I know Kawhi's from California. Yeah, yeah Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Um, so where do you guys stand on on that? This does not have Kawhi Leonard listed as that, but he's from California. He's from California. Yeah. Uh, I mean, James Harden's top four on that list for sure, right? You put him above Jason Kidd? Yeah. All time? Yeah. Okay. You put him above Reggie Miller? Yeah. All time? Yeah. Okay. You put him above Kawhi Leonard? No. Mm. No. No. Me neither. Mm. Two finals MVPs, one of the best perimeter defenders we've ever seen. You know, he's known as the three-peat buster. The real question for me is Russ in the playoffs, so... Yeah, yeah, uh, that's true. Kawhi just seizes the moment, and yeah. Harden tends to crumble in the in the playoffs. Yeah, but to be fair, Harden is playing right now, and Kawhi's not playing for the fifth season in the last like six years. So he got injured. It's not like he's uh, how injured yeah, is he? Yeah, but injury. Though? Ray yeah. Allen from California. He's James Harden's better all time than Ray Allen. Yeah, I agree. I'm just throwing out another name. Yeah. So Jay Kidd, Ray Allen, both top three three point shooters of all time. James Harden is only tied with LeBron for. 
20k points what was it 2k three pointers something and like that like 2k rebounds or something like that yeah. career it's i like guess we're gonna see what that. history does to james harden if the rules and he doesn't do anything after that rule that rule change that we had yeah. this year oh god what about this guy fucking tyson chandler <laughs> oh <laughs> where's chris paul from um, let me find out. I love that question, by the way. The uh, what's Chris Paul's son's <laughs> name? <laughs> oh, Jesus, it is Chris Paul. Uh, uh no, I don't want to Google Chris Paul's son. Is he an East Coast kid? I yeah, don't. he's North Carolina. Didn't he go to Wake Forest? Yeah, he went to Wake Forest. Wake Forest so I didn't know Jones. if he was. Yeah, he's from Winston Salem. Yeah, Winston Salem, North Carolina. Um, uh, okay, so take the Warriors out of this. Who you got winning the championship this year, Bob? I'm convinced that the Western Conference Finals are going to be Warriors and the Suns, both in the Pacific Division. Who else is in that Pacific Division? Oh, Kawhi with the Clippers and LeBron with the Lakers. I don't really think those teams will turn it up later in the season. I know after the All-Star break, the Lakers always get a little bit better and make that final push, but AD is playing like crap. Mm -hmm. And it's tough to kind of say, oh, well, just because one's down doesn't mean the other will play well. Well, what about the rest of the team? You know, Kent Bazemore, is he going to step up and really turn it up for the Lakers in a way? No. <laughs> exactly. So I really do feel like Booker, Paul, they just have such a killer mentality that that's kind of the one thing that gives me run for the money in the Western Conference. And then out of the East, who's to say Giannis and the Bucks won't do that again? How do you just pronounce that? <laughs> Giannis. <laughs> you did a hard G. I don't often, often hear a hard G. Oh, I like Giannis. Giannis. Yeah. I said Giannis. I like that. Hey, then maybe that's its new nickname. Gee. Gee. Gee ant. You think the Nets or the, the Bucks would be better suited to win the title? Probably the Bucks. Yeah. 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 Um, give Katie all that he's worth. James is James. But without Kyrie, which I'm sure you guys have talked a lot about Kyrie on this podcast, yeah. I really could not give a rat's ass about Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And honestly, he will probably be traded. The or trade rumors play again. Yeah. Trade rumors are starting to ramp up and the big names. I my preseason prediction that about come the all-star break, he would be playing in Brook in uh, Philly or a uh, trade with Ben Simmons, which would be horrifying for the Eastern conference. Uh, if Ben Simmons joins Kevin Durant and James Harden, I think that is absolutely lethal. Because he doesn't need to shoot. They got shooters. They got shooters. I think Ben would move out of the East. You know, all the talks about Portland, too. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the 76ers trade him in the Eastern Conference. I don't think so either, but if if Daryl Morey's so hung up on getting a top 25 player in return, who's he going to get? Nobody. He's being an idiot, honestly. Daryl Morey's a clown. Yeah. So. I mean, sure. I, I So, okay, then who, as a Warriors fan, who would you want to face in the uh, out of the out of the East in the finals? I think we'd have the best chance. I'm the Hornets. Even, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the Hornets, no. Uh, <laughs> you want to face the Wizards. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd love to face, honestly. You would I think not want to face the Wizards, I'll tell you that right now. We'd match up well against Brooklyn. Mm. We would not match up well against the Bucks. seriously. Huh. Like, that's tough, having Middleton and... Uh, number thirty four, <laughs> yeah, against us like that's difficult. I I I'll tell you I would want to see the Nets play the Warriors just to watch KD ruin your entire city, dropping like sixty a game. Mm. I, that's the thing is that I just don't think anybody even in the state of California can match up with with Kevin Durant in the state like, of California. But I think <laughs> they can still let him get forty a game and just. Mm. Stop oh, I think he beats. Else. I think he beats them by himself. 
in like a, I'm pissed off. I just want to score every point on you. He's pissed off because he left on his own accord. No, he's or? tired of hearing about how uh, you were left. You're a pussy shit like that. Like he I, just, I, I think, think the Thunder fans gave him so much more shit than the Warriors fans have. Honestly. Yeah. Cause they, he yeah. won them two you. titles. Yeah. Yeah. Without without KD those years, I don't know that the, the, the Warriors win those championships. They don't win either of them. Yeah, I don't we think definitely, so. We definitely don't only lose nine games. I will say that. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, but KD wasn't there for that. Wasn't there for that. Well, you know who ruined that party for you? The guy you're probably not afraid of in the in L.A. You that's know true. I mean? Yeah. That's the thing. LeBron's been. It's it's. I've said this the last couple of seasons. It's it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting kind of watching. You know, I hate to say this. You know, knock on wood, but. The kind of he's on the down down slope there. Mm-hmm. LeBron is not, yeah. you know. Chris Broussard said this last week in in a, a what did he say clip? You know, he's still putting up good numbers, but he's just not dominating the games in the way this, that he used to, and that is problematic. Um, because for years it's just been well, just wait. They'll get off to a slow start. They get off to a slow start, and then well, then then they turn it on. Yep. And I, I think did. the dangerous thing is that Giannis. Excuse me. I think that um, LeBron is. Uh, kind of training AD to be the same way, and I don't think AD has the switch like that. I don't think it's a switch thing, though. I do think uh, LeBron just figures out different ways to play with different players, and he's he's figuring out the lineups that he wants to have later. And so he doesn't care if they have the 7-8 seed. He doesn't give a shit about playing in the play-in. Now he doesn't want to play in the play-in. He'd rather have like a 6 seed, but he doesn't need the 1, the 2. He doesn't care to go into your building and beat you. Mm-hmm. Like, he knows he can do that. Well... Duh. Yeah, I don't think there's any way they become a home playoff team no. this season anyway with the roster as, as it's constructed. That but was my next question, is is this roster the roster? Do they make no, a move? No, they're going to have to make a move. I and mean, you can watch this team. That Grizzlies game was an embarrassment, and then there were still Lakers fans on Twitter that were like, wait till they're healthy. Like, you're you're missing Trevor Ariza. That's it. The rest well, of yeah, the well, they haven't, they haven't played that many games all together, though, either. Yeah, but They've played 11, you're no. playing a Grizzlies oh. team that's without their starting point guard and backup point guard. Yeah. And you end up losing by, like, 15 points. And mm-hmm. they got to trade Taylor Horton Tucker. They're just in a bad spot because the whole philosophy coming in, I was told that hmm. LeBron was going to play way fewer minutes and Russ was going to lead them through the regular season and they were still going to be a good team. And LeBron's averaging, like, 37 minutes a game. Yeah. And he's, like you said, not affecting games. I mean, they were playing their dudes in that Grizzlies game. The starters got destroyed. Yeah. So I just, I don't see how you don't. And I don't know what the market is for Taylor Horton Tucker. He's not playing up his value so far this season. He's shooting like 20% from three. Trade for Ben Simmons. They don't have the pieces they, for they it. Don't. Also, up. they don't need or that. Or the, con- the contracts don't work. You'd have to. Uh, like just because Ben Simmons doesn't give you the Lakers what they I guess you could say don't have in three-point shooting. I you don't just need three floor spacers. Shooting, they, yeah, but he doesn't space the floor. Yeah, okay, but one thing has been... Oh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree, like, but one thing, though, if the reason that I think the Benson's in L.A. thing would work, first of all, favorite player, favorite team, but um, it, I think LeBron, one of the reasons he hasn't looked like he's affecting games the way he has is because he doesn't have the ball in his hands anymore. Not not anymore, but as much as he once did. Uh, I mean, I think LeBron's best season is 2018 when he was the only guy um, in in Cleveland, and his usage rate was through the roof. And granted, that was nearly four what four seasons ago now, but he still has the mental edge there. It's just more of a you know he's not going to be able to play those crazy minutes in the regular season. So 
a couple things that I feel I move the needle towards when I go to, when I look at the Lakers in the playoffs is you you do have in my opinion the greatest player of all time still at his mental peak and obviously only getting better when it comes to the IQ game and also the experience of going to 10 straight finals winning four championships four time MVP all that he doesn't get you know if 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 they found their way against the Grizzlies in a playoff series they're not going to they're not going to sweat over losing by 15 or 20 or 30 to the Grizzlies. Like, the, you know, it's just another narrative that the yeah. media creates. Whereas LeBron and AD, they're going back in the locker room. They're going, okay, we'll get them next time. And they typically do. When those two dudes are healthy, all they've done is win a, is win a championship. And but granted, it's, small sample size, but still. It seems like they would only see them in a play-in game for the playoffs. I right. Mean, the Lakers are going to end up a 7 or 8 seed at their best. And then what it looks like for now. And then have to play the Warriors or the Suns. Yeah, but here's the thing. As a Warriors fan, do you really want to play LeBron? That's the thing. Because that whole little thing came out. I was like, oh, no one's afraid of LeBron. I bet you the Warriors fucking are. I don't think what he, I don't think so. I don't think anybody's Ritter I don't defense, think defense, I think, would be the, the Lakers don't instill fear. I didn't say the Lakers. Right yeah. LeBron James does. Yeah, but you're not just playing LeBron. You're playing the Lakers as a whole. And I think the scarier... And we're not playing 2018 LeBron. Right, and the scarier version of, of... The scariest player on the Lakers is not LeBron anymore unless it's crunch time and he's, you know, doing his thing. In that case, okay, you see LeBron start going crazy. But I think the scariest player on the team and most important player on the team, which I've said for the last season, is AD. If AD sure. figures it out and can get back to where he was in 2020, which is a big if, we're aware... But if AD gets back to where he was, I, I no one in the league has an answer for Anthony Davis. Giannis is the closest thing that comes to it, and in their matchups, they tend to draw kind of even outside of this game, the one game this year, where Giannis was alone in Milwaukee and LeBron didn't play. I think we might, I think we might have overassessed Anthony Davis after the bubble. I think after that, it came out and everyone was like, he's a top five at least, maybe a top three player in the league because he shot out of his mind in the bubble. And, you know, there were a lot of factors at play that gave them that title. I think maybe we overreacted to that a little bit. I think mm. we might look back and that was the outlier, not the new norm that, you know, launched the second phase of Anthony Davis's career. Yeah. I, I don't know. It gets a little tiresome because every defense of Anthony Davis is like, well, when he's on and when he's healthy, well, it's, he's been off and yeah. unhealthy right. 80% of his career. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, we talk about this a lot in fantasy basketball when we're drafting. It's like... You need players. You need players that play. play. Yeah. You know, whoever goes and drafts LeBron, it's like, well, if he's going to miss the last 20 games of the season, you still don't have... I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of hearing about Anthony Davis being a, a top five player because it's like we've seen it in such a small sample size that I'm not convinced it's actually true. He's definitely not a top five player right now, uh, especially the way that some of the guys are playing in the league right now. I mean, DeMar DeRozan and... But does uh, that analogy also hold to Kawhi then? Kawhi's done it over a longer uh, period yeah, of time. Not really. He, by weird default, has the one finals MVP that he didn't deserve. His two. The one he didn't deserve. The one he didn't deserve. And the one he did deserve. Gotcha. Um, but... Outside that outlier, when the other team was decimated, did yeah. he really prove he was the best player in the league? You know what I mean? Like top five player in the league? The comp there, I think, is the injury and the availability. That, that, That's what, yeah. Yeah, Kawhi has been, I mean, the, what was it, 17? Since Zaza. No. 16? Oh, yeah, since the, yeah. Since that, he hasn't been healthy. 
realistically that's for what i was gonna long say stretch of time yeah like, so that what, was la- last season he played the full season pretty much right mm, yeah but there was i mean you know and then you got hurt at the end of the year resting pretty yeah. much i uh, think the only difference there is the whole on and off thing if Kawhi is healthy he is dominant yeah and right now we're having to hear that anthony davis could be x but that's not what we're seeing on the floor mm-hmm. but when he was I, healthy they want like i don't know like you know what i mean yeah but i'm saying like i think the bubble is the outlier i mean I tried to watch him when he was in New Orleans and, you know, beat writers in New Orleans grew incredibly sick of him because it's like, okay, we have a quote unquote generational talent, yeah. but he leaves games because of a sprained thumb half the time or like he never yeah. finishes games. I don't know. How much know. of that is, how much of the, at least in New Orleans of that is, is New Orleans being, uh, you know, overprotective or, or proactive against injury so that well, he's like, it was him. Yeah, the team was sick of it at mm. that point. Well, by the time he got traded, was yeah, like, he basically was like, "Get me out of here." Well, I mean, but yeah, before it's a he sorry got traded, team, I mean, but like, it was a sorry franchise. Okay, yeah. well, so were the Cavs. Yeah, and no one's saying Anthony Davis is LeBron James, but hmm. I don't know. It just seems different. Like Chris Paul didn't do anything in New Orleans either. Is the small market versus big market though? You know. Just well, I think wise. it's good players against it's playing with good players yeah. and playing with with not good players. Look at what look at what uh, Andrew Wiggins AD did with that. Yeah, for sure, Andrew Wiggins is a great example. But look at what AD did with Boogie when Boogie and him were hitting on all cylinders, and they had Drew Holiday who was like on the cusp of. Like, I liked that team. It was a great team, and then well, Boogie goes Boogie down. Boogie doesn't totally get hurt. They arguably go to the finals that year. Uh, I said arguably. Argue, I argue against it. Okay. That <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about what was it twenty. 20- 16, 2017. Well, you got, got hurt and then by the Blazers. No, they or got they, they got swept by the Warriors that year after Boogie got hurt, and so in the playoffs it was just Anthony Davis. The Warriors that year couldn't have done anything with a healthy Boogie and a healthy Anthony Davis at that point in time because mm. Anthony Davis still balled out in that series. On the Kawhi note, though, I mean, 2017, I remember watching that Spurs team, thinking there's only one team in the league that's going to fucking stop these. KD led Warriors, and that was the Spurs in my mind because I've said this for years. Kawhi Leonard is 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 Kevin Durant's paramour. They were designed in a lab to go one on one with one another. I think there's only one person in the history of the NBA that could, and I mean this, in my opinion is one player ever that could actually guard Kevin Durant and not put the clamps on him. I don't think anybody could do that, but. Guard him and equal him on both sides of the floor, and I think that's Kawhi DJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on the both sides of the floor thing there, but like, no, I I remember seeing that series and when and when Kawhi goes down with that ankle injury, thinks it's Zaza, and then he changed the rules because of that whole thing. Yeah, you know, I remember seeing that, thinking like, fuck, no one's gonna beat that seventeen Warriors. And nobody did. I mean, they mm-hmm. you know they had that the the Cavs had that one game in Game Four, but it was a uh, it was pretty much they pretty much got swept both seasons. Um, Does Giannis not check that box for you? Uh no, really no uh no. Giannis is incredible defensively, but a lot of Giannis's uh, defensive prowess is based upon help defense yeah, and him being side. yeah his being the weak him being the weak side uh, defender, um and he is incredible def- defensively, but on ball against Kevin Durant and I think he saw this kind of a little bit in the uh, series last season where even though most mostly it was PJ Tucker guarding him, but yeah. when Giannis and KD match up. Typically, Katie's just too quick for him, I think. Yeah. Um, Giannis can't rise up as quickly as yeah. Katie. That's yeah. fair. He's got the size. He's got the length. Most people can't rise up as quick as that guy can. Yeah. I mean, Kevin Durant's probably the most 
talented offensive player we've ever seen. I yeah. mean, he's maybe the best scorer of all time. It's unreal what he can do. I mean, and that's the thing. If he really wanted to, he could average 50 a game. But he just doesn't. You know, that's one thing. And we said this about LeBron for a long time. If he wanted to, he could just average the triple-double and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? And I think I'm kind of tired of hearing that. Because somebody did go average 50 a game. You know what I mean? And so it's been done, so it's not, like, unheard of. So go do it. Who was that that said that? Oh, oh it was Russ. Was well, like, oh, if anybody can, it's, oh, anybody can do this, go do it then. Well, but that was also, when Wilt did that, it was also in a time where... The you greatest know, defender of all time. He had to play more times because there was less teams. I sure, whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying nobody else on the team mattered. You can say that, you can say whatever, but he didn't play with players that needed their minutes, needed their touches, trying to make their millions of dollars. They were going to take their random shots, trying to make their points known you know trying to make a career for themselves these are just guys playing everybody knew who Wilt Chamberlain was on the floor everybody knows who Kevin Durant is but also people know who James James Harden is on the floor too I hear you so you know if Patty Mills takes a random you know pull up three-pointer no one's looking at him and going like what the fuck are you doing get the ball to Kevin Durant unless it's in the playoffs last five minutes it's within five points kind of situation you know I mean if it's a if it's a high-stakes situation that's when the best players come out and that's why we stand here. But the the thing is, like you said, Russell Westbrook, but when players are saying, when players in the NBA are saying, he could average X if he really wanted to, that's when you know it's real because they're actually up against them. They're guarding them. Will Chamberlain did it. I don't know. It just makes it sound like the NBA players are, oh, most of the time we're just like, man, I don't really want to play. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? That's at least how it comes off to me. It's like, oh, this kid could do this if he wanted to. And it sounds like they don't give this... The effort, you know what I mean? It's not an effort thing. I think it's more of a selfish thing. Like, if they, if, if this person was going to be selfish, they could average whatever they wanted to. Yeah. So, so uh, to take it back to that Lakers team, because I think the one thing we all agreed upon is the roster's trash. What's the move? Yeah, that's the thing. That Russ contract is a fucking animal. You can um, trade. There's one person you could trade him for with a similar awful contract who is currently not playing. Who? Let's run back the John Wall trade. Oh, do it again, boy. Do it again. <laughs> you know, I. I think I think I'd rather have John Wall, who's a uh, six three, right? Then <laughs> six four, six, six, six four. four. Fuck. I think the answer said six three when you said it. Nope, no, nope. six four. Sure didn't. Well, uh, yeah, Whatever. I mean, you can trade Russ as of two days from now. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is that uh, come the. Th- 14th uh like 76 percent of the league becomes tradable yeah so a mm-hmm. lot of these um a lot of these you know trades what that if, have kind sorry, of been yeah. looming under the surface like the ben simmons lillard's not going to get traded but it's still there what john if he gets wall. traded the first trade is damien lillard. that'd be crazy crazy i wouldn't mind having john wall in la you know what i mean, I mean I if they could do anything he's not he's not he's, he's a better the... shooter than russ but so am i uh, i think that's a one-to-one trade i don't think either of those guys are moving yeah. the needle I don't think no, so either. It would be nice having Kuzma and uh, Caruso. Buddy and Caruso. Because if they would have done the heel trade instead of the Russ trade, they would have had the money to pay Caruso. Also, though, let me ask you this. I how don't much? Think, but they also they didn't want to pay Caruso what Chicago paid him. Because they were clamped at that point. I they could have paid him. From what huh? the the numbers said, they could have actually paid him, and they were just like, "We don't, we just don't want to pay you that amount of money." I think you're allegedly the, the heel trade was done, yeah. until LeBron stepped in to make sure the Russ thing happened instead, no. which I think he's going to look back and really regret that one. So then, LeBron, like, what is the move for LeBron before the All Star season, before the All Star break? Okay, I mean, what oh. do you get back for Taylor Horton Tucker? You're giving up your one youth piece 
I mean, what are you getting for that? It's what if you're LeBron f- James and you you just call the Brooklyn Nets and go, trade Kyrie for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's in. the one thing. That's the one thing in LeBron James's career I want to happen before you him demand a trade. He demand a trade out and then nah. tells them. You're going to trade me for this player. And they just, okay. What are you going to tell them? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the goat. Um, I, I don't know what the move is. I don't, I mean, honestly, in a perfect world, they would still have Caruso because Caruso is incredible. Exactly this what they need. <laughs> but let me ask you this. How much of Caruso's incredibility, incredible, incredible, in, incredibility, incredibility, I like it, mm-hmm. uh, is a result of him being on a team that doesn't have like, the guy in the way that LeBron is. I mean, they need him on defense. They just need some energy. Yeah. They look old as shit out there. And even when it's not the, just the old guys, it's like whenever they play Malik Monk, they also play Carmelo. And it's like, that eh, doesn't work. It offsets, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. They're terrible to watch. I Like, I don't sit here, I'll admit, and often like root for the Lakers, but... Where they're at now is the worst because we still have to hear about them and talk about them a lot. But them being the eighth seed is so uninteresting. If they were a train wreck, it would still be fun to talk about. Yeah. Or if they were good, it'd be fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. But this middling stuff is brutal to watch. So do we think there's a way that this roster figures it out and, like, you know, let's say rattles off 12 games, you know, kind of jumps up to, let's say, the third, four seed? They're at the six right now. They're two games back of the four seed Grizzlies. Do we need a hot take? I'll figure one out real quick. What? Do we need a hot take? I'll figure it out real quick. They are going to rattle off 15 straight wins in two weeks. (laughs) Here we go. Like two weeks from now, they're going to start that win streak, okay? That's what's going to happen. They're going to do that, and they're going to wind up in the fourth seed. Final? Like they're going to end the season in the fourth? Well, after their 15-game win streak, they won't. So, again, another post-All-Star break sort of push that the Lakers are always mm-hmm. kind of known for. Yeah, I mean, that's always what LeBron teams yeah. do is that they do, you know, bad to start. It's not just it's LeBron-led teams. They don't start well, and then they figure it out, and then the playoffs come, and if, you, if a team's healthy, they typically win a championship. I mean, 2020, healthy, won a championship last year. AD goes down, they're up, what, 14 points against the Rockets in game four in the second quarter. Suns? Yes, I'm sorry, against the Suns. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the second time I've done that. I think it's because of the Chris Paul comp thing. Um, yep. But AD goes down in the second quarter, they're up 13 points, and then they get blown out in the rest of that game and the rest of that series. AD's there with LeBron in 2020 when they win a championship 2019 LeBron is not healthy they don't know what they don't even make the playoffs because he's not healthy 2019 or sorry 2018 he's the only guy on the team but they're healthy they make the playoffs they don't win a championship 17 healthy uh, sorry 18 healthy they're going up against the fucking KD led warriors I do 17 wonder- same thing 16 they're all healthy and KD's not there they win a championship you 15, him- not healthy. 14, not healthy. 13, healthy. 12, healthy. They win, When LeBron's teams make it to the playoffs and his and he's not playing with bozos against the fucking greatest offensive team we've ever seen in the Warriors, they win a championship. Yeah. So, but we're now talking, we're now going back six, seven years to 2014, 2013, you know, all that. So it, where is he at now? 
LeBron's older. It's the high. You mentioned the IQ game earlier. That's kind of what he's falling into and what he's comfortable doing because maybe he's knows that he's not six, seven years younger. Right. And he knows that people like Kevin Durant exist and are quicker. And, you know, Giannis is so much. He's longer in yeah. a way. Yeah. And I think kind of meeting them in the finals, I'm not saying anything scares LeBron, but you mentioned what would scare the Warriors. It's honestly, I mentioned AD when he was good, if he's good, yeah. I should say. Yeah. You know, true center kind of like that. And uh, But it's not LeBron. It's if AD were to play up to that, not LeBron sort of thing. And it's like, well, is an IQ LeBron a better thing to have right now? And should he really fall into that role? I don't I, know. I, don't I wonder so. how much he's declining physically, honestly, or if he just doesn't care about these games. Well, you can't, but that's the other thing is that agreed. Because agreed. I guess the two, like when you were the, the physical specimen of all time we've ever seen in the NBA when you came in, right? You're that. If you decline, are you still that much? Like how much have you declined to come back down to normal? That's my wonder. I don't know. Watching him this season, I don't. He seems to care. Yeah. I mean, that Grizzlies game was not like, oh, LeBron's not even getting back on defense. And like, he was playing hard. Yeah. That's what, to me, was like, it made me feel worse about the Lakers team. Because if I was That's watching fair. it, it was just like, oh, yeah, they're just completely checked out. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, well, you lose to the Grizzlies, whatever. But like, I do think they were competing. Russ had like nine points in that game. Um, but well, he, the brick tape from that game is. An interesting watch for us. So their next—I mean, their next six games—they got Orlando win at Dallas, win at Minnesota, win, win. I don't know. Okay, at Chicago, loss. Um, uh, They don't have any fucking players. Win, win. Well, how far is that? It's a week from now. Kobe White just reported to the team facilities. Demar should be back ten minutes. minutes And they still have Vooch. As of one minute ago, Woj tweeted, Bulls guard Kobe White is returning to the team's facility today for the first time since testing positive on December 1st. So they will have Kobe White, who isn't like huge, but I know, I hear they're okay, getting yeah. their players back. At least they have a body. After the Bulls. I'll call it a 50-50. Suns. They're going to lose that game. Maybe. Okay, so that's three and two, and then Spurs. Here's what I'll say, though. I think the- San Antonio took one off the Warriors. Yeah. They look but- better. Spurs yeah. look pretty good. I yeah. think, though, that the the whole, like what you just said about the, the, the Warriors losing to the Spurs... The good teams get up for the good teams. The good teams do not get up for the bad teams. It's it's next to players resting and stuff. It's like the biggest plague of the league. You got to put good teams against good teams on national television because nobody wants to watch the fucking Lakers play the the Pelicans or the Rockets because the because they don't it, care to watch the Pelicans or the Rockets. Right, because of that from an entertainment aspect, but then also the the great players just don't get up for teams that don't matter. And they, they know that they're not going to actually play. And you mentioned big games. What's after the Spurs Christmas, Christmas day game against the Nets. That's I think the metric. So when, what, yeah. what would be the record after what we just said? Uh, if they Three were four, if they were four and two games. in their next six, that would put them at 18 and 15 going into the Nets game. That's not great. It's not great. No, they're, they're not the midpoint of the season at that point. Yeah, I will say this. And also, none of the four of us could come up with a single trade idea for a team that is 28th in defense opponent point, points Oof. per game. That's the thing. How is do you that fix that? The Warriors right now are so great, and obviously because of several reasons, 
Steph going crazy, you know, Jordan Poole doing his thing, and they're getting all these young guys coming off the bench doing big things. But bigger than anything, the defense for the Warriors is back. They're number one in overall and everything, right? Right. Pretty much. Um, And, like, the Warriors just look horrifying. And I know that Justin doesn't like to hear this, but Draymond Green is, like, back to what he was defensively. Genuinely. And when you look at someone who can dish out – 10 rebounds and uh, or sorry, 10 assists and still pull down like 12 rebounds and be comfortable only scoring like six points. Right. That's scary. Draymond. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. Like that's when it's really a problem because when you add clay into that mix, because he, he at, uh, five, six, seven more three pointers a game. He does. He knows he doesn't need to shoot because he knows he's not shooting as well, as well as he once was. So he's not taking the shot and his passing is much better. Very good. Improved, too. If they can stick with this roster and not give up any of the young pieces they have, Mm -hmm. they've already got the next generation's team. That's what I was saying. I mean, we know how the Warriors draft. I've told you this a million times when everybody Mm -hmm. was pissed about Kevin Durant going there, that you couldn't ask for anything more than the franchise you're rooting for. They never tanked. Their three core pieces were all mid-round, mid-first-round guys. They did it... Completely the right way if you hate tanking. By the book. And then they attracted a top-tier player based on their success. One, three out of four. If you're a fan of any team. That's what you're hoping for. Yeah. Right. So we know how they can draft. So if you're they a have, Warriors person, don't you just love Steph's shitty ankles? Because that's the only reason they had the money to fucking pay Kevin Durant? <laughs> is that? Yeah. That yeah. is true, but now Steph's the highest. Isn't he the, is he the highest player in the league? Well, well now. No. He's up there. Not the highest paid, but like, I guess, I don't know. It just seems weird that... Uh, we're like, oh, they draft so amazingly. But when they drafted Steph, they weren't like, oh, this is the person that changes the league. We're talking about 13 years ago, though. But that's kind of my, my – I hear you. But my, my thing about the Warriors is I know they're playing great right now. I know they look great right now. Steph has been playing out of his mind all season, and we're, he's not 27. He's fucking 33. Mm-hmm. Like, he's going to run out of gas. Yeah, but I mean, in the same breath that we're saying that, we're saying the same things about LeBron, but right. he's 38. Exactly. Like 39. But that's kind of my, my, my comp to that is Steph's not the physical marvel LeBron is. He's also way, way more prone well, to injury. in a different way. And then also, Clay Thompson, we don't even know what he's going to be. If if Clay is 70% of what he was. The reports are that he's bawling out in scrimmages and everything. Also, though, it... Chip Steph, on the shoulder from mm-hmm. And Ben Simmons every too. summer is draining threes at the Y. Like, what are we what, what are we doing here? But Steph We've has always had play. glass ankles. I mean, But Steph's Steph injuries. doesn't need to be the physical specimen that LeBron was. He's never been that. He never will be that. He can stand... That's the thing, is that older players that are physical specimens get older and develop a jump shot. Look at Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. The best three-point shooting of his career is at the last... Is How many short end. guys play late into their 30s? I mean, Chris Paul just went to the finals last year. He's mm-hmm. 37. And he had to get a way, like a great roster. To also, also, Steph Curry has not been beaten up in the ways that Chris Paul has. Like, Chris Paul is a dude that goes in and battles. Yeah. Steph Curry shoots from 30 three times a game. And that's like a lot of his game is being the, not a lot of his game, his game is being the best shooter ever. And so he, the older he gets and the, yeah, if he has another injury, of course, that's a different conversation. But we're talking about a healthy Steph who's playing on a different level right now. You can't say, well, he's 33. Who knows how long he'll last? He could last till he's 43 if he's mm-hmm. doing this exact thing. The only thing that's going to change is his is his movement off the ball. 
That's he, what, yeah. That's, that's the only the, thing that would change. movement off the ball is what makes him so great. Yeah, that's what I was going to co-sign with Justin. We don't know how quickly he's going to fall off because it, the underrated part of his game is his cardio. He's like the most sure. in-shape player in the league, and his off-ball movement is what makes him so great. But I guess what I was saying is like, okay, Steph does fall off three years from now. You're in year five of James Wiseman, year four of Moody and Kaminga. Yeah. I mean, we've seen how they develop guys. You, I mean, you said it. Steph was not going to yeah. be the generational guy. They just drafted him, and he turned out to be legendary. Part of that, I would have to assume, is the franchise and the system yeah. that he came up in. And there's some pretty good talent coming up through that For system sure. right I now. I do wonder what James White. We don't know what that he's going to be either. That's the other. Yeah, he's the, the question mark. Flashes, we're assuming it's going to be great. The flashes of James Wiseman have been great, insane. Yeah, like for sure. Yeah, the flashes Kaminga. of Anthony Davis were amazing. Well, <laughs> Kaminga, Moody, like glad you yeah. mentioned the young guys too. Like they're blocking shots, they're getting down on defense, and I think that comes from Steph. You mentioned the cardio, Kyle. No, they have a great culture. That's sure. what it is. Yeah. Is Steph's older age being like, "Hey, yeah, I'm going to take those." Uh, off the ball, three-pointers all day. But I'm going to stay in shape, and I'm going to show you guys how to play defense. And that team mm -hmm. is the best in defense for a reason. Because I do that. wonder if they become the Heat. Great culture place that does really well. Some years and some years, they, you know, I mean, they're a playoff contender. They attract people. But after the Heat lost a generational player the same way the Warriors lost Kevin Durant, they, you know, flashes, they go, they do really cool things. Also, the Warriors, a couple years before they got that generational player, they won a title, and then do they just become irrelevant, but they're not champion, actual champion contenders. But You're, the Heat have Jimmy Butler. They've got Bam or whatever. Like, those guys don't I don't think it's a championship. I don't think it's fair. They were just there. I don't know that it's fair to compare those two teams, yeah. those two franchises, because not fair, but... You're talking about back-to-back -back generational players because Dwayne Wade was a generational player. Let's not let's not pretend here. He, no, I hear you. Him and Shaq won him a title, but Wade won the 2006 Finals for sure. Um, kind of like Steph did, and then generational player comes on LeBron. Generational player as Steph won that one title, and then generational player comes Kevin Durant. They win two in a row. Well, but what, what I was saying is it's it's not it's not necessarily fair to compare those two because I, I think the Kevin Durant. Comp, the Kevin Durant to the Warriors comp is unfair for every setting because it's ne it had never been done before, and I don't know how much more we'll see of it because of the way because just because of public opinion, the best team the best play I mean the second best player in the league joined the seventy three and nine win Warriors that lost in seven games to the second best team maybe the third best team that year in twenty sixteen. But the Heat that, never had that. The Heat never had a like LeBron joined when the Heat weren't good. They were forty three and something and joined with other superstars. That's a completely different situation. The the Heat do have longevity in a sense of culture and in a sense of maintaining uh, uh, development in players and drafting strong. Yeah. You see that with Tyler Hero, Bam Adebayo, and Doc, Duncan Robinson. But overall, I mean the Heat. Are the, the Heat aren't going to win the championship this year. Let's not pretend. Are the Heat going to make the Eastern Conference Finals? Maybe if they don't run into the Bucks or the Nets. I, either way, I think they get washed by either of those teams, and I'd still pick the Bulls over the Heat in a in a in a series. But the Warriors, like even last year when Steph was injured and in and out of the lineup and not playing great, and then they just shut him down because they knew we weren't going to do well. What were they mm -hmm. doing the whole time? Buckling down and developing these dudes. Well, yeah. Whereas I think like the 2020 Heat. 
they had Jimmy Butler, they had uh, Bam, you know, in kind of his breakout season, and they had, uh, sorry, point guard uh, that they had, Dragic, Dragic, yeah, Uh, playing the best that he had, playoff Dragic, but they didn't come back, and, you know, they switched it up, they changed things up, but, like, where are we at now with the Heat? Uh, NBA champion point guard, Jimmy Butler, older Bam Adebayo. So Kyle Lowry's moving the needle that much for you. Uh, Kyle Lowry's better than Gorn. Agreed. Sure. So you did upgrade there. Tyler Hero's only getting better. Duncan Robinson may go down in history as the greatest three-point shooter of all time. Okay, don't, don't do that. Uh, I will say one he's thing. He's the fastest to 100, 200, 300, 400, and 500 threes in NBA history. He'll never go down as the best ever, though. Well, he shoots the most of them. That doesn't mean he's the best. We're going back to your shovel argument. McDonald's sells the best burger? Yes. Just because they sell the most of them? Yes. No. Woof. Steph Curry's the best. Steph Curry's the best shooter ever because he shoots from anywhere, from everywhere, on every kind of shot, catch and shoot, mm-hmm. pull up, yeah. crossover, step back, everything. I hear you. Still averages over forty percent. Right. And when it's in the air, you think it's going in. You know no it's going where in. He shoots from. He knows it's going. Everybody knows it's going in. Like when a shot leaves Steph Curry's hands, you go, "Oh, there it is." Like when I was watching those fucking those finals, especially seventeen and eighteen, every single time a shot went up. I threw my hands up in the air like, God damn it. They fucking got another one off. It was unbelievable. And here's the other thing. I, know, I think we mentioned this recently on an overtime. But the 2018 Cavaliers would have shit on every team in the modern era in those finals other than the best offensive team we've ever seen. Like the 2018 Cavs, sorry, the 2017, I keep fucking doing this, 2017 Cavs were all-time great in three-pointers made, three-pointers percentage, points per game, I think they held the record up to that point of points per game. They were incredible. Field goal percentage, they were insane. They just so happened to run into the absolute NBA buzzsaw that was the fucking Golden State Warriors plus Kevin fucking Durant. Um, But I don't know. When it comes down to this championship this year, I'm nervous about the Warriors. They scare me. Uh, Although I still just don't think... I, I know it's a big if, and we talked about it at length, but like Anthony Davis, let's say he's 70% of what he was in 2020. Let's say LeBron is 70% of what he was in 2020. You know, they still lose. You can't defend with two people. I'm not saying defend. And coaching wise, I mean, uh, Steve Kerr is in his oh, own Frank right. Frank Vogel sucks. Oh my Fuck God. Frank Vogel. Oh, is he's Frank Vogel horrible. the coach by the playoffs? Yeah. Ooh, that's, that'd be a hot take. Is he the coach right now? Bill Self, the Bill Self thing. Who, who else? You know, who do you get? They don't have. They don't. They don't have somebody waiting in the wings in the ways that that. Who else is on that bench though? It's not Kid anymore. It's not. Uh, uh, Do they have Kenny Atkinson there? Or is he with the Nets? I don't know where Kenny Atkinson is currently. I don't know. Yeah, that's the weird one. Everybody wants to fire a coach until it comes time to hire a new one. I'm gonna be like, well, you have to fill the spot. But I don't know. I think. This year is prime for a random team to win the title. Not one of the big favorites. What's random? Yeah. Don't. Like, to me, the Bulls. So, like, a, a Bulls uh, kind of team. So, like, not not the Nets. I think if a big team's going to win, it's the Bucks, mm-hmm. right? Obviously, I picked Lakers, but that's more of a fandom than an actual going to win. Um, I do, like, so outside of the, I would say, the top four, right? I don't think the Nets win. Um, I don't think the Bucks win, but I think they're the most likely out of the, you know, being the favorite people. And then you've got, obviously, Lakers, Warriors, 
Sons. And I guess Suns. So the, out of those five, I think none of those, it's more likely none of those five win the title than do. You'd take the field over that? Yeah. Really? I mm. do. Because I, I think that's entertaining. That's way more entertaining to me than seeing that. So I think uh, we see Bucks Warriors. I'm starting to settle into that too. Um, the I, guy on the bench I was thinking of is Fizdale. Has Fizdale ever coached LeBron? Oh, oh. fuck. I don't know. No, and he'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I think we're going to see head coach David Fizdale this year. Oh, fuck. I'd like okay. that. Oh, I'd like, I'd that. like that. Take that for data. Is <laughs> <laughs> it data or data? <laughs> Take that for data. Uh, yeah. Take that for data. data. Uh, oh, I like that. Fizz. Ooh, give me some fizz. Give me some fizz pop. Um, fizz pop. <laughs> uh, I did want to bring this up on overtime. I uh, I was playing. Uh, 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 I went back in the archives and started playing some 2K17. And I was doing a roster, uh, like creating a roster. And I was looking at all the players on the teams. And it's only been four or five seasons since that. And Everyone is so fucking good. Like, I was looking around the team. I created this 99 overall player just to have some fun, right? And I was looking at, like, oh, who do I want to pair him with? And I was like, hmm, Lillard and CJ. And CJ was like an like a 79 at the time. I'm like, okay, so no. And I'm looking at, you know, I was like, maybe the Wizards. And it's like John Wall is, like, out, injured. I'm like, okay, let's see here. And, like, now it feels like I can, like, I'm looking at the standings right now. Uh, all of these players... That I, all these teams that I'm going to list right now, I think all the teams in the West, except for maybe four, maybe five, don't have like a top 30 player in the league. Suns do, Warriors do, Jazz do, Grizzlies, John Morant, right? Clippers do, Lakers do, Nuggets, Mavs, Blazers, Wolves, the Kings, probably not, Mm-mm. right? The Spurs, no. Thunder, no. Rockets, no. SGA, Pelicans, SGA. Mm-hmm. SGA is is up there, but but I don't think so. But you know, he's really just kind of doing it on his own. Uh, Josh Giddy's not there yet. Um, and then Pelicans, you know, Bi and and Zion, but Zion doesn't exist. So, and then look at the East. He exists too much. <laughs> you know, you got, you got so much existence. You got you got Nets, Bucks, Bulls, Heat. Cavs are the team that I don't think have a top 30 player on their team. No. Mm, not to top 75 list this, but Mobley. Oh, yeah. Top okay. 30? In the league? Not right now, yeah. but maybe by next season. Yeah. But even, I, I'm not even necessarily looking at like, I know I, I kind of prefaced it with top 30, but I'm not necessarily even looking at it like that. I'm more so just saying like stars in the like league. I don't think the Cavs have yeah. stars. They've got great players and like there's not great players. They've got good players that they're figuring things out with. Sixers, you got JoJo. Wizards, you got Beal. Hornets, you got LaMelo. Hawks, you've got Trey. Celtics, you've got those two killers. Raptors, eh, you got Siakam when he's on, yes, yeah. which is rare. Knicks, you got Randall. Pacers, you got uh, fucking four guys who are good. Yeah, I was like, you respect Malcolm Brockton. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Magic, no, and Pistons, no. So out of the league, you've got how many teams that don't have stars? Let's see. Cavs, I'd say. I'd say Magic. I'd say Pistons. Okay. But are they house? So stars? you just named the top three picks from last year's draft. Right, but, but right now. Hmm. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, even the ones you're saying, like, aren't very good right now. Are going to have. three potential stars. Generational players. Players, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, don't know about gener- I think we're throwing around generational a little bit, a little but bit. <sighs> Mobley's gonna be a freak. Needle moving, yeah. Star, uh-huh. yeah, star, star. stars in the league. Zion was gonna shift the league 
And now he just does that, you know what I mean? To the to the bus bench. Yeah. He just shifts the bench to the yeah. next He's level. shifting the whole damn bus. The whole, the whole arena. Well, shout out to Justin Bachman. Hey, Justin Bachman he, did, did he call this He was early on this one. Yeah. He's like, I, have, I need to do what you called it just for him. If he was fully out on Zion going early, into the draft. Early on, yeah. too. Um, he's huge. He's hurt. No, but I, I did. Be good. I did just note that, and I thought that was insane. That like, look how far we've come in four seasons. That like, because 2017 Booker was drafted, they're the number one seed in the West right now. Uh, Mitchell wasn't in the league yet, or yeah, it wasn't in the league yet, or he, he got drafted in 17. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, Grizzlies, Ja Morant, Clippers. Nobody saw this Kawhi PG thing coming. LeBron, Lakers. But to be right. fair, though, what four years ago. Kawhi was in San Antonio, who now does not have a star. Right. But even that team, you've got guys that I wouldn't say they're on the cusp of being a star, or well, I'd say they're more likely being a star, but then being Neil Movers franchise wise. Like DeJounte Murray is exciting to watch. Yes. Yeah. Is he a trade target for the Lakers? I don't know who the fuck they could get. Also, did you see the rumor that uh, came out that uh, Ben Simmons would quote love to play with Pop? Oh, and the Pop was receptive mm-hmm. to as well. They need to make that move. They need to get that done. The, the Sixers need to get it over with. It's better. It's best for everybody involved. As a lifelong Sixers fan, who do you want? Do you want Keldon, Dejounte? What's your package? Definitely Dejounte. Uh, really? I mean, do you want Pop? Yeah, give me pop over Doc have, Rivers. Yeah, give him the Doc Rivers trade. For pop. <laughs> trade Doc Rivers again. Doc is the only coach to be traded twice. That's what it is. That's insane. Uh, no, I, I mean, my preseason prediction was Ben Simmons with the Nets, but uh, if I had to choose now, I would definitely go. I mean, yeah, fucking DeJounte Murray on the Sixers? Give me that. Give me that. Him and Ben Simmons? Give me all of that. Because who's better, DeJounte Murray or uh, Tyrese Maxey? Yeah, DeJounte Murray. So that's your upgrade right there. It's not a great upgrade, but you're getting rid of somebody who doesn't want to be there, taking up the books, not playing, yeah. and is a constant cloud over the franchise. And ben. you're getting supplemental pieces. I don't know what the fuck Daryl Morey's thinking. It's perfect for the for what Ben Simmons allegedly wants because he wants to be yeah. the guy, but he also doesn't want the pressure and the media attention and the Spurs have a stranglehold on their local media. They just tell them what to do 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a whole, you know, it's not a big market, not a huge focus on what's going on in San Antonio, but he walks in obviously the star of the team. So... I don't know. That's probably the problem with the NBA, though. A little bit is you. It's such a star-driven league that you, if you trade Ben Simmons, you think I have to get a star in return for this star. When you could just get supplemental pieces and go win a title because you already have enough and you have enough B plus, you know, C plus, B minus guys that you can work around your A plus person. The Spurs do seem like a good team. Also, they'd be willing to give up a lot of picks because as long as Pop's there, they're not ever going to tank. Yeah, with the uh, you know differentiated lottery odds, they're still going to have a chance at a good pick. Or if you're Maury, you probably like having it. They're probably going to finish in the bottom third of the league, so that gives them a really solid chance at a top five pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're the Spurs and you get Ben Simmons, the rest of your team is it's, it's a youth movement, right? I mean, you already have the guys you think are going to be the cornerstones. You have Keldon Johnson and Derek White, uh, Jakob Portals doing mm-hmm. pretty well, so. The pieces of it make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Pop turned Ben Simmons into a Tim Duncan. Not a Tim Duncan, but he turns him into like a perennial all star. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like a, yeah. I mean, you're talking about the best player at their position of all time. That's so fair. You're right. But, I apologize. But no, I don't think Ben Simmons is that. But no, yeah. If Ben Simmons pairs with Pop, he's we're talking about a fucking perennial all star. Talking about twelve all star appearances, kind of guy. Fifteen year run of yeah of dominant. I mean, if if because they'll be bad, 
even if if Ben's your best guy and Pop does whatever magic wizardry waves the wand he wants to to Ben, they're still not gonna fucking move the needle enough to go win a championship or anything. Yeah. But they'll be bad enough to get another couple pieces. And then you're talking about another run of dominance from the Spurs. Also on the Spurs, before we get out of here, Popovich, I was talking about this with Kyle before we started recording, is 20 wins away from the all-time win record, 1336, or 1335, he's at at 13-15 right now. Uh, Do the Spurs win 21 games for the rest of the year? They're at 9-16 and right now, 12th place. No. So he's got to go another year. No. Yep. Unless they get Ben. Hmm. They get Ben though when thirty games. Okay, it's a eighty-two game season. Mm-hmm. So we're betting they go w- 30 worse and than 50, 30 and fifty-two. Mm-hmm. No, I think he gets it this year. I think, I so think they'll finish better than thirty and fifty-two. I think so too. He tends to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, that reaches a close of our yay basketball overtime. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, fun convos on this one. Uh, we will be back. I don't even know and figure out the release schedule for this week. Got a whole lot coming to you. Um, Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, comment, share, share, subscribe, send a link to a friend. It's the most important part. I say it every week. If you know someone that you think would like the show, send them a link. It helps us more than you know. Kyle, you got anything for the people? Nope, I already said it. Uh, Bob, you got anything for the people? I really need a haircut. All right. Kansas City Barbers, let them know. (laughs) Justin, anything for the people? Kobe sucks. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Yay, basketball overtime. We'll be back after our next episode sometime. We'll figure it out. Uh, thanks for listening. Don't forget, yay, basketball. <laughs> <laughs>